Find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. Welcome to Freaky Fridays, part of the Podmoth Network, the podcast where we talk about all kinds of spooky, scary, freaky shit while drinking wine and laughing through our fears. We are your hosts. I'm Melissa. And I'm Michelle. And tonight I'm going to tell you about some creepy babysitter stories. I love me a good creepy babysitter Mm -hmm. story. I almost changed our opening to the biannual podcast. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So here we are. We're back. We are back. Did you miss us? I, well, we know that Barry and Stephen missed us because <laughs> I went to a party and Barry continuously hounded me about how we haven't released anything since November. Fucking Barry. Fucking Barry. <laughs> I mean, did you tell him that life has literally gotten in the way these yeah. past couple months? It's been sicknesses and COVIDs <sighs> and holidays. and. I mean, yeah. as you can tell, Michelle and I still have our... Cold, very graspy, um, sexy voices going on. Yeah, your um, asthmatic COVID mm-hmm, lungs mm-hmm. and my allergy. But you know, this is the kind of commitment we have to our mm-hmm. our fans, mm-hmm. our two fans, mm-hmm. that we are um, doing this while we don't feel a thousand percent. You're we welcome. We don't, and I haven't felt. A thousand percent since Christmas morning. Yeah, seriously. That's the last time I felt normal. Oh, when are you going to feel normal I know. I it's so insane. Um, COVID is no joke. Not, mm. not that I ever thought it was, but no. especially for someone who has underlying symptoms. Um, right. Autoimmune and... Autoimmune and acid. 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 <laughs> and acid. Maybe I need some acid. <laughs> Maybe I need to microdose. Maybe that'll make me feel yeah. better. Um, asthma, as you were saying, um, it's just, it's been really rough and I still don't feel normal as far as like, I just feel super foggy Mm -hmm. and, um, very forgetful. In fact, I was driving last night to taco Tuesday at Becky's that I've been to, I don't know how many times and I forgot where I was going. Oh shit. Literally forgot what I was in my car doing. You think it's like the steroids and stuff? Um, I've heard it's COVID. Really? Every, a lot of people I know that have had COVID because Nikki feels the same. You yeah, get, I'm going to blame um, that too. They, they, it's like COVID brain. You just, it's like mush. Like you just, you're very forgetful, very brain foggy. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony f- has felt the same way for a while too. I've talked to a few people that said it and they've told me it took them a good month to two months before that feeling went away. Lovely. It's a Something very, to look forward to getting your memory back. Right. It's a very unsettling feeling. I yeah. I still don't have my smell back. I can taste finally, but I don't really? still can't smell. Ugh. How Which, annoying. At least I can taste again. Yeah. So that's we'll so see. wild. I know. It's been it's been a wild couple. I mean, we've had the holidays. You came up here and visited in yes, the bay. That was very that was exciting. Fun. Yes. Short and sweet, but we both have been sick. Mm-hmm. There's just been a lot going on, so um, we're happy to be back. This, this is how we start every every two mm-hmm. months. We start our podcast with 
this is what we've been going through. People are probably like, those two bitches, they always got something going on. <laughs> Get your shit together, ladies. Get drama queens. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Maybe uh, that's our next podcast. Yeah. <laughs> the annual podcast of Melissa and Michelle. Jesus, keep you up to date. I, our life stories are probably scarier than stories we talk about on here. Yeah, sometimes I think that. I'm like, this doesn't sound that scary. But I mean, we could talk about my childhood. That's kind of yeah. scary. <laughs> I can laugh at it now. I can laugh at it now. But. Oh, good. <laughs> I'll probably be quite crying. I know. I think I just did the prior story, and I'm not trying to take over here, but I didn't want you to be talking this whole time and then like die from coughing oh no it's totally fine they, i appreciate so that. really i'm doing like an amazing service right now of doing back-to-back episodes. you are the bestest bester ever am i your hero you are my hero oh <laughs> uh, i'm excited though to hear about I, I told you i love a good scary babysitter story there's nothing like a scary babysitter story uh, no and i I was thinking like, and I kind of felt like we talked about this during like the kids, uh, scary kids episode, but do people babysit anymore? They do. They do. Oh, well, like, people still like, have kids. I mean, okay. Let me rephrase. <laughs> like the teenagers, people, you mean? Yeah. Like just, you know, the, the random person down the street or put up an ad in, I don't know, near school, babysitter needed, call me or, well, I, I just sure feel like it was more like strangers asking strangers before. Yeah. I don't think that, ha- I don't think that people ask the stranger down the street to come watch their kids As anymore. Should- <laughs> <laughs> Parents of the year. <laughs> people probably do full on background checks now of kids oh, before right, they have yeah. babysit. But Bella's babysat a few times. Um, yeah, there, that so makes there sense. are kids, but I, I, I do believe that babysitting has come a long way in the sense that we tend to ask those that we actually know and trust. I mean, am I making that up? Did people used to do that? Didn't um, didn't people put like little ads in the paper? Oh, probably. Or I'm sure they yeah. did, or I'm like sure posters up or something. I have um, a plethora for you. Some are short, some are a little bit longer, but they're all from Reddit. Reddit. The first one I want to tell you. They say, I was in grade school and I was told to watch my brother a year younger than me. My doorbell rang once and I didn't answer because I was taught not to answer the door when young and home alone. Good job. Good job. So I just ignored the ring. Then the doorbell is pressed another five times. So I I assume it's my family or a friend. Bad assumption. Mm -hmm. I go into my dining room and peer through the window. A man in a trench coat with a hat is walking away from my home and starts pacing in my driveway. I freak out and check that my back door is locked and get my brother to do the garage and the front door. The man comes back as my brother is sitting underneath the door. I think like back to the door with the knob above Mm -hmm. his head, maybe sitting underneath the door. And the man is now not only knocking and ringing the doorbell, but is also trying to turn the doorknob. After a few minutes, he goes onto the road and reverses in his kidnapper car down the street. <laughs> Still wondering what would have happened if he turned the knob on his first visit to my door because it wasn't locked, a- locked initially. <gasps> See, there is a big difference between now and then because back then, not only did some people not ever lock their door, right? but you didn't lock it. Even if you did lock your door, you didn't do it as soon as you walked in the house. Like, we, we coming in and out of this house, we, it's always locked. Right. We don't leave our door unlocked ever. Right. It's just part of the routine now. Yeah. 
Yeah. So back then I could see why it would be unlocked and they're just two kids at home. But also back, depending on how long ago this was, and I know this from experience, we were left home alone at a younger age and oh, with yeah. siblings who were either younger or older than us. But I mean, my, like, like, tells, <laughs> like you could us, babysit and be more responsible because you were a year older. Right. <laughs> and even if you didn't have a babysitter, you were just left home alone. It, that's just mm -hmm. how it was, you know. Latchkey kids. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had my key around my neck. Seeing a guy in a trench coat, first of all, it's just creepy. Trench coat and a hat, yeah. That, that's not weird. the best way to, as a kidnapper, that is not the best way to get. You look scary, so nobody's going to let you in. Mm -mm. Terrible kidnapping outfit. Smart babysitter, though, for not opening the door. Yes, thank God. So this next person writes, Okay, so I was babysitting a two-month-old, my niece, and a five-year-old, my other niece, at my house. The five-year-old was sleeping in my mom's room right across from the baby's room. I was laying in bed in the baby's room, and it's like midnight. All of a sudden, my five-year-old niece starts screaming from across the hall. I jump up out of bed and find her sitting upright in bed with her eyes closed as if she's still sleeping and she's pointing in the corner saying, the witch is here, the witch is here. I lay her back down and she lays down as if nothing happened. When I walk back into the baby's room, she's sitting up and mm -mm. playing patty cake and looking up at the corner in the ceiling. Hold How on, does it can, I, can I stop you right there? Yes, please. She said the baby was two months old? Yeah. That baby was not sitting up by itself playing patty cake. Oh, shit. No. Mm -mm. Sitting up and playing. Mm -mm. Yeah, you can't. Nope. They're no. not sitting up. on Lies. I call bullshit or she mistyped the age, but that sounds like bullshit. <laughs> Do finish this one, though, but I, I call a little bit. Oh, well, that was pretty much it. Uh, how does a two-month-old baby know how to play patty cake? I have no idea. Freaked me out. Yeah, I call bullshit. But if it was real... I would not want to babysit my nieces and nephews anymore if that was the um, case. Yeah, sorry. Uh, disowned. Unfriended. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the next story says, My friend had to babysit his mom's friend's two kids, a boy about 10 and a girl about 8, and he was able to have me hang out as well. The boy was allowed to play outside as long as he stayed near the house, but the girl had to stay inside. The first thing that was weird was the girl never said a word. She sat on the couch and just sat there staring at us with huge eyes, just staring. We tried talking to her, but nothing. We went outside to check on the boy and caught him nailing a live snake to a board. We just backed away, went inside, and watched TV until we could go home. What? Was this kid's name Ed Gein? <laughs> First of all, why are you picking up a snake that might saunter in into the yard? <laughs> yes. Nailing to the board, I guess, is uh, step two. First, he picked up a live snake. How do you even go about nailing a snake to a board? Like, aren't they hissing at you and wrapping themselves around you? <sighs> I don't know, but that cannot be a good indicator. And, of... and I need more about this girl. What was her deal? Was there something wrong with her? Probably from watching her brother... <laughs> Grab snakes and nailing them to boards. Did he like bring some sort of entity in the house that got into her body? Like, mm -hmm. what are the deets? He was sacrificing snakes for. I know that's why these stories are like more info, please. Yeah, I mean, do those people make it out alive? Did they go home? Were they eaten alive? Were they sacrificed? I need to know these things. 
these are the lizard people. Mm -hmm. We figured it out. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't babysit ever again after that. I, yeah, not just these people, like anybody. ever again. Like I don't want to watch anybody's random children. No, one one weird situation from babysitting, and I'd be like, nope, it's not my it's not my thing. I'm not doing it. Mm -mm. I'm trying to think. I know I've babysat before. I was terrible at it. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why were you terrible? <laughs> I remember actually going over to my friend Angela's house in high school, and she was watching her like younger niece, or it wasn't her sister. It must have been a niece or like a friend's mm -hmm. daughter. And I was, and this is like probably the start of my, I don't have a fight or flight. I have a freeze mm -hmm. emergency thing. So the kid was the baby. I mean, she probably was, I don't know. She was old enough to sit up, but <laughs> so older than two months, but she was sitting on the couch and she kind of like flopped over mm -hmm. as they do. Mm -hmm. And then she was kind of like rolling. And luckily my friend Angela came in from the kitchen and she was like, what were you going to do? Just let her fall off the couch. I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so <laughs> she was going to roll off the couch and you didn't think to just I grab didn't, her? What? Oh, I was like, I don't want to touch this kid. She's not my kid. I'm not responsible here. Oh, man. <laughs> Remember, I grew up as an only child. I was not around. You're hilarious. Younger things. Younger things. What would you do now if you saw a baby rolling off a couch? Oh, I would, I would grab for sure. But <laughs> did I tell you when Heather's dog fell in the pool? Yes. I saw the video. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> and I was like on a call, like, what do we do? I don't know. Should I go over there and help? And then 10 minutes later, I went over there and helped. That was hilarious. And bent over and ripped her dress. So sorry, Heather. <laughs> so do not hire me to be your babysitter at any age. I was bad then. I'm probably worse now. Well, you managed to keep my kids alive when you've watched them with Nick. So yeah, Nick was there. <laughs> <laughs> and as the youngest, he, he has raised all of your guys' kids. <laughs> I was able to watch Jake when he was 22 living with us. Is that okay? <laughs> Just feed them and they'll be okay. No need to do anything else. Okay. As a mom, I need your, your advice on this. Short and sweet story. Okay. They say, as a young teen, I didn't realize that some babies sleep with their eyes open. Go in and check on the baby after a few hours or so, and I had a heart-stopping few seconds when I thought he was dead. Mm -hmm. Is that true? Now, I cannot... Jake, this never happened with Jake, but I do know Bella slept that way. <gasps> That's right. Even as she got a little bit older, she still slept that way. Do you think that it's a... They don't know to close their eyes because they're not... Like, are they drying out? I have so many questions right now. I do too, and I don't know because... Or is it like that, like when people sleep and it's just kind of half open? Yeah, like it's it, not like fully like... Oh, okay. Oh, God. Thank but God. But it's, it's open enough to where you can see it's open and it's right. fucking creepy. Yeah. It's like you can... Like, because you can see their eyes moving under. Like REM sleep? Mm-hmm. Ew. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just like... If it's like a biological makeup of them, I, I don't know. And I'm, I'm curious actually to know if Bella still sleeps like that. Mm. I should ask Danielle or Tony and see if yeah. they know. But I hear it's pretty common that a lot of people, their eyelids, their eyes don't close all the way. I've walked in on my mom sleeping before like that. And that really freaked me out because uh, I thought, uh, yeah. is this it? Like it freaked me out. So I don't know. But if I was babysitting that baby, yeah, I would probably be petrified to see that. Yeah, for sure. Especially as a, 
I mean, I didn't know this and I'm 46. (laughs) (laughs) And this person says as a young teen, yeah, I would have had a heart attack. Like, oh my God, I have to answer to the parents. Yeah. I, especially as a teen, I, that would freak me. I probably would have like either wanted to have called 911 and then called the parents or so I don't know like I don't know yeah. that I would have been able to not call somebody hey, wake up wake up <laughs> you start doing CPR yeah. baby's like fucking bitch I'm trying yeah, to sleep I'm trying to sleep bitch just because my eyes are open doesn't mean I'm not sleeping <laughs> but it's almost very doll like it's um and that's Ugh. why it feels creepy yeah because they look babies look like dolls anyways yeah and then when they're laying there like that and then they yeah. go Mama. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. That shit creeps me out. All right. Well, so this next Redditor says, I was babysitting a little boy. It was bedtime. So I took him upstairs and tucked him in. He looks over my shoulder and goes, who's that woman on the ceiling? Chills. I've never been so scared to turn around. There was nothing there, obviously, as I am still alive, <laughs> but I was really creeped out. Went downstairs, sat against the wall with the lights on, and passively watched Food Network until the parents came home. Did not babysit there again. Mm-mm. Get out of here with that nonsense. I wonder Mm-mm. if kids know they're like, I don't like babysitters. I'm going to scare them all scare away them. by saying there's ghosts in here. I don't know. I feel like, unless the kid's just a total dick, I feel like... <laughs> As kids are. <laughs> so, I mean, a lot of them are. The majority yes. of them are. I feel like when kids, younger kids say things like that, I feel like they legitimately are seeing something. Yeah. They don't have the the knowledge to be that crafty yet. Mm-mm. Like we always say, kids and dogs. If they're seeing something, you believe it. Mm-hmm. And I've heard that's why like when you'll see babies like laughing mm-hmm. or like really smiling at something or staring because they don't, they don't know yet. They, they barely even can recognize colors and shapes in their parents yet. But they say that when they, it's because they can actually see it because they're right. closer to the other side still. Right. They're open. It's like we've talked about Dominic before when he was younger. Like, look mm-hmm. at all the things that he has said. And we we're just like, what the fuck? But I believe it to be true because he was right. too young to know any, to try to tease anybody. or. And you guys you know, were at bring. McKeever. That yeah. And, and had... their Somerset house did it too. Oh, shit. And your house on. Oh, right, Munich right. Lived yeah. Over there. Yeah. Obviously attached to Dominic. That's why I don't hang out with him anymore because he's got a ghost <laughs> attached to him. <laughs> Just kidding, Dominic. I love you. Was I telling you that um, going back to babies being closer to their side, was it you that I said this to that I, th- I think I was reading something or some, whatever and someone made a comment of what if when you're dying and they say that you see the light that it's actually you being born? And you're going toward, you're coming out of your mother into, into the light. Into you the made light. it. Sorry. That sounded really It bad. almost got really like <laughs> not spiritual. And I have heard that before. I don't know. I think maybe you did tell me. I mean, I it makes like, sense. Yeah. That would it. make total sense. Because they say that when you die, you're reborn into something else. Well, if you believe right. in that. So what if when you're dying, you do see the light and that's when you're being reborn like I guess it all kind of goes together right yeah the whole maybe I should have worded it that way instead of coming out of your mother (laughs) coming out of the vagina (laughs) it's more fun that way that's the kind of podcast we like to run here no I I agree I I think that's quite possible Mm -hmm. like you said if you believe that I've always said the light at the tunnel is the (laughs) oncoming train but (laughs) That's much nicer. 
So this last Redditor story that I'm telling you, mm-hmm. I have to mention their name because I thought it was funny. I eat chapstick. O-M-G. I mean, depending on the kind of chapstick, <laughs> I have maybe tried a little bite of a chapstick. <laughs> they say, I once babysat these two kids that lived down the block from me. The girl was about six and her brother was about four. They had a rug in their playroom and started rolling it up and cocooning themselves in it. So I said, hey, why don't we play a game instead? And the girl says creepily, oh, no, our parents don't let us play with the games. We're not allowed. The carpet is our favorite toy. That's sad and creepy. I know. It's funny. It's funny, though. (laughs) I wonder why they're not allowed to play games. I know, but it says with the games. So like, are there games in the house and they're not allowed to play with them? Yeah, the games. Here's what I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess they can't play with the games because those fucking kids don't clean up after themselves. Right. And they lose pieces and they fuck up the game and the parents are like, nope, no more games for you. Go roll around in the carpet and make a game out of it and unroll it when you're done. Yeah, I completely support that. Because at first I was thinking, well, Maybe it's the type of games. Do they have a Ouija board? Yeah, do Is they there have a Jumanji game that nobody knows about? <laughs> and did they summon somebody? And so the parents are like, Fuck Are you. there vines growing in the house? You're bringing entities into this house. No more games yeah. for you. Or is it um, Cards Against Humanity? <laughs> they even have a kid version of that these days. True. That, yeah, get that. Buy that. That's odd. Yeah. <laughs> There was a lot of things going through my head when I read that one. But I have so many questions. Like, what are these games that they have and they're not yeah. allowed to play? Like, Okay, if Nick and I had kids, this possibly could be us. Be like, no, you like you said, <laughs> you lose pieces. You're not playing right. I don't want to play this anymore. Just or go roll fighting. yourself up in the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play burrito. <laughs> Okay, so after that, I found a story about the background of, quote-unquote, the call is coming from inside the house. Mm, The babysitter movie. So, yes, the babysitter. So, I found that it kind of started with the When a Stranger Calls movie in 1979. They kind of based a movie off of this, the call is coming from inside the house, right? So, apparently, it is rooted in an unsolved murder case from 1950. So, it's real. It's a real, it's a true story. Yeah. We will, let's let's start with the urban legend. Okay. So, not sure if everybody knows this urban legend. Here's the story. Jane was babysitting for the Millers for the first time. The Millers' kids, Bobby and Tiffany, were already asleep when Jane arrived. She was doing her homework at the kitchen table when the phone rang. Hello, Jane asked, but all she heard was heavy breathing in return. She hung up the phone and walked to the front door to make sure it was locked. The phone rang again. Jane picked it up and said, hello? Have you checked the children? Said a low voice from the other end. Confused, Jane asked who was calling, but then the caller was gone. Fifteen minutes later, the phone rang again, and the caller asked the same question. Have you checked the children? Jane knew she should go upstairs to check on Bobby and Tiffany, but her legs were too weak to safely climb the stairs. She called the Millers several times, the parents several times, but couldn't get a hold of them. Next, Jane called the operator to see if it was one of her classmates trying to frighten her. The operator asked her to hold while she traced the calls. When the operator came back on the line, she told Jane, get out of the house now. I'll send the police. The calls are coming from inside the house. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. It's such a great movie, though. 
I, I've never seen the original. I've seen the original and I've seen the remake. Have you? Okay. Yes. I'm going to have to watch I do like the remake those. just because obviously it's more modern. I want right. to say it was like early 2000s when that movie came out. So the truth behind the urban legend, mm -hmm. so a few sites say, is Janet Christman, who was 13 years old, she was hired to babysit three-year-old Gregory Romack in March of 1950. Okay. That night, she decided to babysit rather than attend a school party because she just purchased a new outfit on installment and wanted to pay it off. So at 7.30 p.m., she arrived at the Romack's home outside of the small town of Columbia, Missouri. Before the Romacks left for the night, Ed Romack brought his shotgun out and placed it by the front door. Why? <laughs> I completely skipped over this part when I read. <laughs> I didn't know about this. He showed Janet how to load and shoot the gun and told her not to answer the door without turning on the porch light first to make sure she recognized whoever was there. Is this a 1950s thing? I'm sorry. How old was this girl again? 15? 13. 13? And he's yes. teaching her how to use a shotgun. While he <laughs> and just leaving it by the door <laughs> while they have a three-year-old inside. I would have been like, are you expecting me to get a tat? Like, why would you? Why? Yeah. Wouldn't that be the first? I'd be like, I need to call my parents. Take me home. <laughs> they expect somebody to come to the Jesus. porch. <laughs> That's scary enough as itself right there. It says it is not mentioned whether that was normal for the time and the era or if Ed Romack suspected Janet might run into some trouble that night. Hmm, that's fishy. At 10.35 p.m., the local police department received a call from a girl screaming, come quick, before the line cut out. Unfortunately, in the 1950s technology, it did not exist for them to trace the call and there was nothing they could do as they could not identify the caller. The Romax called home before 11 p.m., but did not get an answer. When the Romax returned home at 1.30, they opened their front door to a pool of blood. Janet was pronounced dead at the scene. Mm. I'm going to skip all the details because we like to keep this light. The porch light had been turned on and the phone had been pulled out of the wall, likely disconnected while Janet was attempting to call for help. Mm. Fortunately, the son, three-year-old Gregory, was found upstairs still sleeping in That's bed. That's good. Janet's case is officially unsolved. However, Janet's family and the Romax believe a local man named Robert Mueller may have been responsible. Robert was an old friend of Ed Romax who had mentioned he liked Janet. That's Which, creepy. that seems really weird because if this was just Janet's, like, neighbor, like, why was he talking yeah. about some other kid's name? Janet also babysat for, oh, answer my question. Maybe I should have read this before. Janet also babysat for Mueller's children, and he asked her to babysit that night, but she told him she would be at the Romax mm -hmm. house, so he knew where she would be. A few days before the murder, Mueller had groped Mrs. Romack, who said he gave her the creeps. Mm -hmm. Ed said Mueller told him he could have murdered Chrisman and then forgotten about it. What? Robert Mueller died in 2006, so we'll never know if he really did that. This is what I don't understand. If you have to leave a shotgun with your 13-year-old babysitter, <laughs> why, are don't you, go out. why are you going out and leaving your kid alone? Mm -hmm. Why are you putting a babysitter in danger? If you know that something might possibly be wrong it, enough to where you're like, oh, here, protect yourself, why go? 
That makes no sense. It was the 50s, man. They were making ambrosia and putting raisins and mayonnaise. <laughs> Fucking ambrosia. I don't know. I, I honestly, it's a great question. Like, I feel like that's like child neglect right there. You're neglecting your ch- your own child in the, in the sense that you're going to go out and leave your child home alone with a 13-year-old that you just taught how to sort of use, use a, a shotgun. shotgun. Yeah. And just left it by the, the, the front door. You're lucky your three-year-old didn't grab that shotgun. Exactly. So this was said to be the truth behind the urban legend of the callers in the house. Because one other article I read said that the operator or police called back and the line was busy. Mm-hmm. So they said the caller must be coming from inside the house. And see, and I don't get that too be- either because if you only have one line, which back then you only had one line yeah. in the house, how are you making another call on the same line? How are you Yeah, how are you making number? the phone ring? Yeah. Yeah, I call bullshit on that too. But it's interesting that they say that this is linked. I've, I found a couple of sites that said this is linked to that urban legend. It's a stretch. Well, parts of it is. Parts of it's a stretch, right? Like the phone call part, if that happened back in the 50s. Now, if it were today's times, people have, you know, well, let's not say today because most people don't even have a landline. But let's say like in the 2000s when people, you know, that kid had his own number in their room and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, I could see it. Or like a tech person could like figure out how to like call for whatever. Make it ring or yeah. Yeah. In the 50s, that doesn't make any sense to me. No, totally. But I agree. The story. You're so smart, man. Aside, aside from that part, it's very believable because shit, that, that would happen today. A babysitter getting, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. The movie I will say though is if you can find it somewhere to watch it the the remake and the two th- I think it came out in 2006. Mm-hmm. It's jumpy and it's it's fun. I remember actually going to the movie theater and I was with Nikki and Julie when we saw it and it was fun. It was a good little jumpy scare type thing. Now, again, this was early 2000s, so I don't know how it is watching it now. It may not be as like jumpy or scary, but it, it's good. It's it's decent. Yeah, I I would even watch the 1979 one. Yeah, I remember watching that when I was younger. I don't remember either of these. Probably watched it like I'm gonna say like in the 80s or even even probably like the late 80s. I'm sure one of our brothers had us watch it. <laughs> that sounds like when your they babysat. Yeah, I know they introduced us to all the scary yeah. movies, but I definitely remember watching that movie. Hey, Twisted Listeners, I'm Cindy. And I'm Diva, and we are the Twisted Listeners, a weekly podcast about murder and lists. Each week, we cover 10 cases that all fall under a specific topic, which we also choose weekly. Past topics have included family annihilators, murderous moms, mysterious and spooky deaths, online predators, and other truly twisted topics. We cover many well-known cases, but we also love to sprinkle in some lesser-known murders, so there's always something new and surprising in every episode. So, if you love lists and true crime as much as we do, then we're the podcast for you. Join us for some twisted tales and interesting topics every week. And remember, stay off our lists. So they say that this story inspired some of the movies like When a Stranger Calls in 1979 and the remake, Black Christmas in 1974. Did you watch that? I haven't watched that. I haven't watched that either. Um, it reminds me of Red Christmas mm-hmm. with the infamous D. Wallace that mm-hmm. uh, we loved watching so much. And also Halloween, 1978, maybe because the whole babysitter, babysitter. thing. Babysitter. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I think of scary babysitter stories, I 
I always think of Halloween and then I mm-hmm. always go to when a stranger calls. I can't believe I've never seen that. Me, I can't believe you haven't either. But it's good. Like I said, it's, it's fun. It's fun to like, it's not any worse than any other stupid horror movie we watch. Like room, whatever, occupants, whatever the, <laughs> the occupant. You're next. <laughs> Fuck. Take a running start. <laughs> Speaking of, I watched a movie called The Rental. Mm-hmm. Was it good? I actually, I liked it. It was on, I want to say it was on Netflix or... I think what, it was on one Netflix. Of those. I think I've come across it and was like, eh, maybe if I have nothing else to watch. And that's what I thought. I was like, oh, I have nothing else to watch. Uh, it's Dave Franco and his wife stars yeah. in it. Mm-hmm. But I haven't uh, seen Alice it. Alison Brie. Yeah. And I watched it mainly because of her, because I like her. Mm-hmm. So the other characters I, I don't really know from anything, but I thought the premise of it was pretty interesting. Of course, there were times where you were like, that's stupid. Mm-hmm. You, nobody would do that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you would just call the cops or whatever. Right. I don't know why, but it stuck with me. So I think mainly because the house that they're at was really cool and it's a like an Airbnb or a VRBO. So uh, it's okay. something that we all use. So yeah. It's very interesting. And then it reminded me of Barbarian. See, I wanted to watch that when you came up. And That's I right. And I completely it. forgot as well. Did you watch it? We I did watch it. it before we went up there. So you have to watch that now. Was it good? I would say Barbarian over the rental. But the end of Barbarian, you're kind of like, okay. Okay. All right. We went too far. Is it like cheesy horror or like do you think I can get Brian to sit through it I think Brian would love it until maybe towards the end where he might think it's a little cheesy okay but what horror movie isn't isn't that's true I think you guys should both watch both both of them okay yes and that's my recommendations for this this week's podcast join us next year in 2024 when we just kidding Uh, we, we will try to stay on a schedule. We've got lots of things coming up though. We apparently have over 40 listeners that do support us and love us. So let's, let's give them our love. A round of applause. Um, I'm pretty sure Kelsey listens to us. Oh, thanks Kelsey. Yeah. Steven listens. Thank you. Barry listens. Thank you. Fucking Barry. Fucking Barry. (laughs) He said you swear a lot. He said I do? Yeah. I do. I'm sorry, Barry. Yeah. I thought it was funny because I'm like, are you mixing us up? Because I think I swear a lot. I think we both swear a lot. Was like he upset that I swear Oh, no, so much? I don't think so. Okay. Well, because, you know, there's some people who just cannot tolerate cussing. I And you know what? God love them because I can't not cuss. Not cuss. And yeah. it's just a, as I, I have read, it's it's a sentence enhancer for me. It's an adverb. Exactly. We ha- and it's also kind of like a tick. Like, I have to do it. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. <laughs> is that an excuse? <laughs> so thank you to all of our listeners. Yes, thank you. And thanks for putting up with our potty mouse. Yeah. <laughs> Even you, Barry. T.S. Hathaway. Yes. We know that T.S. Hathaway listens to us. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Sleep tight. Make sure you leave the lights on. Or should we say don't answer the phone? And don't answer the door. And keep away (laughs) from people that have trench coats and hats. 
Go to FreakyFridaysPodcast.com and subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcast listening platform. Join us next week for a new freaky tale.